There was something about having a knife held to one's throat that tended to bring a certain clarity to one's opinion of one's life, Penelope decided. She stood very still, as the burly, somewhat odiferous man holding her clumsily adjusted his grip. Suddenly, all of her anger and resentment over being treated as no more than a lowly maid by her stepsister seemed petty, the problem insignificant. Of course, this could be some form of cosmic retribution for all those times she had wished ill upon her stepsister, she thought as the man hefted her up enough so that her feet were off the ground. One of his two companions bound her ankles in a manner quite similar to the way her wrists had been bound. Her captor began to carry her down a dark alley that smelled about as bad as he did. It had been only a few hours ago that she had watched Clarissa leave for a carriage ride with her soon-to-be fiancé, Lord Radmore. Peering out of the cracked window in her tiny attic room, she had indisputably cherished the spiteful wish that Clarissa would stumble and fall into the foul muck near the carriage wheels. Penelope did think that being dragged away by a knife-wielding ruffian and his two hulking companions was a rather harsh penalty for such a childish wish born of jealousy, however. She had, after all, never wished that Clarissa would die, which Penelope very much feared was going to be her fate. Penelope sighed, ruefully admitting that she was partially at fault for her current predicament. She had stayed too long with her boys. Even little Paul had urged her not to walk home in the dark. It was embarrassing to think that a little boy of five had more common sense than she did. A soft cry of pain escaped her, muted by the filthy gag in her mouth when her captor stumbled and the cold, sharp edge of his knife scored her skin. For a brief moment, the fear she had been fighting to control swelled up inside her so strongly she feared she would be ill. The warmth of her own blood seeping into the neckline of her bodice only added to the fear. It took several moments before she could grasp any shred of calm or courage. The realization that her blood was flowing too slowly for her throat to have been cut helped her push aside her burgeoning panic. You sure we ain't allowed to have us a taste of this, Judd? asked the largest and most hirsute of her captor's assistants. Orders is orders, replied Judd as he steadied his knife against her skin. A toss with this one'll cost you more'n she be worth. None of us'd be telling, and the wench ain't going to be able to tell neither. I ain't letting you risk it. Wench like this'd be fighting you, and that leaves bruises. They'll tell the tale, and that bitch Mrs. Cratchit will tell. She would think it a right fine thing if we lost our pay for this night's work. Aye, that old board would be thinking she could gain something from it right enough. Still... It'd be a sad shame I can't be having me a taste afore it be sold off to anyone with a coin or two. Get your coin first and then go buy a little if and you want it so bad. Won't be so clean and new, will it? This one won't be neither if and that old Bessam uses her as she uses them others. Not by the time ye could afford a toss with her. She was being taken to a brothel, Penelope realised. Yet again she had to struggle fiercely against becoming blinded by her own fears.
She was still alive, she told herself repeatedly, and it looked as if she would stay that way for a while. Penelope fought to find her strength in that knowledge. It did no good to think too much on the horrors she might be forced to endure before she could escape or be found. She needed to concentrate on one thing, and one thing only, getting free. It wasn't easy, but Penelope forced herself to keep a close eye on the route they travelled. Darkness and all the twists and turns her captors took made it nearly impossible to make note of any and every possible sign to mark the way out of this dangerous warren she was being taken into. She had to force herself to hold fast to the hope that she could ever truly escape. And the need to get back to her boys who had no one else to care for them.